All right, this episode is brought to you by Laser Engraved Solutions. And uh, that is run by Mr. Thomas Cluse. He is the owner and operator. Does a great job. You can contact him by email uh, at thomas at laser-engraved-solutions.com or you can jump on his website at laser-engraved-solutions.com. You can also follow him on Facebook or Instagram at laser engraved solutions and uh, he does a great job he, he's made a ton of stuff for me he's made um gosh he's made uh, he just made me a like a wooden rose for valentine's day uh, he's engraved a flask a whiskey flask for me he makes all my hitters only dog tags he puts the logo on a dog tag and i give them to all my guests uh, man, he's done he's done a bunch of stuff for me. Um, anything that you can think of that you can get engraved, he can engrave on wood, um, you know, aluminum, just a bunch of stuff. He make he makes signs, he makes cup holders, coasters, all kinds of stuff. Um, does a great job. Uh, really, really enjoy um, buying stuff from him. Uh, he just started this business up a couple of months ago. He's very talented at it. Does a very good job. Very detailed guy. So, hey, if y'all need any, um, you know, you might want an, a special ornament made. You know, you might want uh, a little sign engraved. Anything. Hit him up. And that's um, Thomas Cluse, and that's Laser Engraved Solutions. Mm. Talk to me now. Ooh, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back in to the Hitters Only Podcast. Glad to be back with you. Had a couple of good guests on here recently, so it's good to be back solo bolo. So, hope everybody had a good Valentine's Day season of love. So, I uh, hope that went well for you. If uh, if you were alone, well, enjoy your solitude. And if you enjoyed your nice uh, lady friend or your wife, hey, good on you. It was a good time. Uh, not big Valentine's Day guy, but uh, we have turned the temperature up a little bit on Valentine's Day since uh, we got a kiddo. It's just an, another excuse to do something fun, pretty much, so... Sunny had a big time. She got to uh, eat all the candy, get all the presents, picked her up some Kroger flowers that were pretty sweet, I thought. Let's see what else I got. I got her some candy. I got her some of that uh, sparkling grape juice. Got her some of that, uh, which is really the move, you know. Uh, I, I, I was I was walking up and down the the wine aisle in Kroger looking for sparkling grape juice. Don't know what I was thinking on that one. Definitely had to go to the juice aisle to locate that. And just in doing that, I, I pretty much figured out I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy to find stuff in Kroger's, man. I'm always, I've been doing a lot of grocery shopping here lately and um, 
man, I've really gotten the pressure put put on me a couple times by the misses to find an odd thing. And, uh, I mean, I didn't know where the raisins were. That probably took me 30 minutes one time to, to locate the raisins. That was pretty tough. Um, what else? I think I had to get some prunes or something, some dried prunes or something one time. That was pretty difficult. Had to had to locate locate those. Uh, yeah, there's there's just been some stuff lately. I've had to I've had to try to swim through the sea to uh, to locate, and it's not easy, you know. It's not easy out here for us boys and in crow gas, but been having a good time and and uh, Valentine's Day went good. Went went and ate some pizza at some friends' houses and uh, really just spent the day with family. That was kind of the uh, plan from the get-go, and I set aside all my projects yesterday and and all that good stuff just to, just to have fun with the kids and the wife and um, trying to get better about that. Just just do just do the thing on the day you're supposed to do the thing, you know. Don't try to squeeze something extra in on a day uh, where you know it's probably not realistic. And man, I'm the world's worst about that. Always trying to get something done. I'm always trying to fill in every little tiny gap of time with something productive. So I'm trying to learn to just uh, put it down for a little bit and uh, chill out. Um, I don't know what's going on outside. I think World War III has started. The dogs are going nuts. It is skunk season. I've been hearing some coyotes howling off in the in the hills of Milton. So something wild's been going on. I don't know. But anyways, the seasons are changing. Uh, you know, it seems like we're getting that false spring right now. Had some nice sunny days, 65 degrees. And that was kind of nice, you know, coming out of that cold snap around uh, the new year and all that. It's, it's kind of been nice to enjoy the sunshine started taking a men's multivitamin there's a little bit of vitamin d mixed up in that sucker so i think that's been making me feel a little better but man seasonal depression whoo uh not saying i have that but man some days these uh man these gloomy these gloomy days sometimes just man they'll drag you down and it seems like i've been having like a day once a week not necessarily at work, but just in general, at home, wherever. Uh, I just don't feel like doing nothing. And I'm trying to snap out of that. So I've been going hard. I've been getting the sweat going. been doing a little bit of running. been uh, doing a lot of physical work at work. Just trying to get going. Trying to bust into the, uh, into the warm season head on. I'm looking to the future, guys. I'm thinking about boats Been thinking about working on my boat lately, trying to get all that going. Been thinking about summer activities, making sure the four wheelers are good. You know, all that good stuff. Been having car problems, been spending some money on cars. You know, when the seasons change, it's always a time of breakdowns for us. For some reason, in the spring, our cars like to act up. Uh, but I shouldn't complain because my cars have been running good all year long. Uh, got a good friend that works on them for me, and I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, it's just uh, 
I'm not the only one. I've been talking to other. T- I was talking to Philip the other day. He's got the same issues going on. Vehicles, man, they're expensive. But what are you supposed to do? You got to have them. They get you to point A to point B. And I'm not one of those guys that likes a uh, brand new whip and a car payment. So I'd rather fix them when they break and keep them moving. Have a have an extra, have an extra, as I like to say. Keep an old farm truck around. You might need that sucker from time to time. You know what I mean? Anyways, what else has been happening? We've had a Super Bowl. Chiefs won. No surprise. Kind of figured that was um, coming, you know. I don't know what it is about Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, but, man, when they get in the playoffs, they are just a tough cookie to beat. Um, They know how to win. Uh, He just is very consistent on the big stage. And it was really an interesting Super Bowl week. Uh, you know, a lot of coverage about Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift, which is pretty annoying. A lot of, uh, you know, the pregame Super Bowl coverage, like a week leading up to that, really two weeks. Let's be honest. It's really like a three-week deal. So there's two weeks of Super Bowl coverage before the game, and then a week, a a solid week after you you were getting highlights and this and that and after parties. So it's really like a three-week media breakdown on the Super Bowl, which is really interesting because that has turned into almost like the People magazine is what the mainstream media is doing with uh, Super Bowl and football coverage. They're getting more invested in personalities and people and relationships and Stuff like that. The Kelseys, man, both of the brothers have just uh, blown up. I mean, they've been obviously good football players for a long time, well-known in the football community and football fans. But outside of that, you know, you're not really going to know who they are if you're not invested in uh, the NFL, really. And, man, their personalities, their wives, their families have really just blown up. And it's – Kind of crazy because they're both at, at – well, uh, Jason Kelsey is just retired this year uh, after the Eagles lost in the uh, playoffs. And Travis Kelsey, I don't know when he's going to retire. He's probably getting pretty close, I would assume. He's getting pretty old. I know he's in his upper 30s. So, wow, these both of these guys really came on the map uh, as far as popularity-wise much later in their careers. Uh, so it's interesting. Um, you know, it's just, uh, glad it's over. I, I miss football quickly. Um, but sometimes I'm ready for it to be done. Uh, this year was not one of them years though. I, I honestly didn't watch a whole lot of football this year. Um, did my best to Titans had a rough year. And I I, I I watch a lot of football when the Titans are good. If the Titans are bad, I just can't do it. And uh, the Vols this year were so-so. So I watched I watched them play quite a bit, but I was in and out, you know. You know how it goes. Sometimes it's just it's easy to be a Fairweather fan, I'm not going to lie. It's just easy to do. 
But I don't know. It got me thinking, though, about Usher killed it in the halftime show. I liked it. You know, of course, no one over the age of – I mean, if you're in your 50s, you probably didn't like the Super Bowl halftime show. Just like we're not going to like – the younger generation's not going to like who you would want to sing at the uh, Super Bowl halftime show. But I thought Usher did a great job. The guy's a very decorated artist, been singing for decades, got multiple Grammys. Um, So, yeah, I think he did a great job. Uh, I don't know about your girl Reba. I think Reba did a solid, uh, not bad. I think, though, you want Reba probably singing the national anthem at a regular season game. That would probably be more of her style, you know. She came on the scene hot, red hair and all. She got up there and did it. But, you know, I just think that maybe we should um, really look at the National Anthem singers for the Super Bowl specifically to be somebody with a very, very powerful voice. And uh, Reba may have had a very powerful voice at one time, but, you know, she's old and... um, I would have liked to have seen somebody with a little bit more power. <clears throat> um, Chris Stapleton killed it last year. That was awesome. Uh, and there's been some good ones. There's been some really good ones um, throughout the past. Eric Church did it a couple of years ago. And I thought I thought it was okay. But, you know, it's funny. People really, uh, really, really criticize um, all the performances of the Super Bowl. It's kind of... It's kind of a funny thing, you know. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? You got to think about your top three. You really have to go through them. Because I think Whitney Houston did it one time and I, uh, back in the Dizzy, and I'm sure that was astonishing. But I'm old school. I like a woman to sing the national anthem, and I like her to have a powerful voice. Get you going, get the tears flowing, get you, get you jacked up. Get you hyped up for the game, man. There ain't nothing like it. Stand there on the sideline with your hand over your heart, boy, and just soaking that moment in, being proud of your country, and uh, knowing you're about to do something very American and play a football game. I love it. I love it. Sometimes I miss it. Most of the time I don't. But anyways, guys, um, I guess we can go ahead and get into the hitters of the week. Uh, Sweet Child of Mine by Guns N' Roses is number one. That's a good old hitter right there. You can't go wrong with hardly any of the Guns N' Roses songs. Um, Powerful uh, vocals by Mr. Axl Rose. Um, Very powerful. uh, He sings in a very straining way. So, uh, But Love the Guns N' Roses and Sweet Child of Mine is definitely one of their all-time hitters. Um, Wild Thing by Tone Lock. What, 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 Wild Thing. So, that's an all-time skating rink banger right there. Uh, everybody knows that song. That's a, that'll get the crowd dancing, so I figured I'd throw that in there to get y'all hyped up today. And we'll bring her back down a little bit with, uh, Hell of a View by Eric Church. And I hope I haven't made that a hitter before. I may have, so I'll have to double-check that. But anyways, 
Um, and if you want to listen to any of the hitters, I know I've probably said this enough, but you can go to Apple Music, search Staley Haynes, and you can see my playlist on there if you want to listen to any of the music. By no means do I think that I have the greatest music in the world. Uh, hitters are what I consider hitters. You might consider something else hitters. I don't know. But most people seem to like my mix-up of music. And uh, I just like upbeat stuff that gets me going. I like to have fun. So, it is what it is. Um, shout out. I was just kind of looking around on YouTube. And uh, I was messing with chat. What is it? Chat. I can never remember the freaking... Chat GPT. That's what I was um, on. And I was uh, just asking it random stuff. And uh, I think I asked it like a good country rebel uh, YouTube channel. And uh, it literally suggested country rebel YouTube channel. So, I got on there and kind of checked it out. It's got a lot of cool music on there. I thought, thought it was a decent YouTube channel to to put on when you're hanging out. So, y'all check that out if you want to um, jam out to some uh, Country Rebel on YouTube. Um, and if you got any good, you might got any good YouTube suggestions, hit me up. Send your boy a message. We need them. Okay. But anyways, without further ado, I'll go ahead and jump right into the um, quote of the day. And I kind of want to get back on the music stuff. I know the podcast is called Hitters Only, and I structure it a little bit around music. It's really not uh, what the whole podcast is about. It's just a name, guys. I don't get too hung up on it. Um, I love music. I love hitters. And that's what drives it, and that's what drives me a lot. And um, but honestly, I'm I'm more into conversation and and stuff like that, and like talking to people when you can get them on. So, but anyways, the quote of the day is: "Where words fail, music speaks. Music expresses that which cannot be said." So, and that they feel like that's very true, you know. Um, where words fail, music speaks. Uh, so many times, and you're feeling a certain type of way, you put a certain song on, uh, and maybe that, and you'll search out a certain song, uh, how you feel, and you'll put that sucker on. We you know. I, f- I feel like most people are a mu- are emotional listeners when it comes to music you will listen to the music that you listen to may depend on how you're feeling Uh, you might be hyped up one afternoon listening to hip-hop you might be uh, just cruising right along relaxed listening to country music you might have Whitney Houston on you know you might who knows man You'll have whatever you got going on. That's what you'll have um, coming through your earbuds. But. So, I like that quote. And music expresses that which cannot be said. So, I like it. I like it a lot. Not a whole lot's been uh, happening, really. I've been watching a lot of military movies. And 
kind of got me thinking, talking to the guys at work, kind of been running through my list of all-time good military movies. And uh, so I got some movies written down here. 1917, that's an absolute awesome uh, World War II movie. Or was that World War I? Hmm. I think it was World War II. Saving Private Ryan, obviously. Lone Survivor. Fury. Black Hawk Down. American Sniper. U-571. Awesome submarine movie. Check that out. Uh, Platoon. All Quiet on the Western Front. Greyhound. New movie with Tom Hanks is pretty good. We Were Soldiers. Great movie. Dunkirk. And Hacksaw Ridge. So, I like all those movies. I am in my, I am definitely in a military movie phase right now. It's, um, I don't know why, but I've been, I've been running through them. And I'll treat a daggum movie like it's a show, you know, because if I start watching something, I get sleepy, man. I just can't do it. And I'll daggum pass out, you know. I'll have to finish the movie the next night. So... I, that's kind of how I do it. I treat a movie like a like a series, you know. That's kind of how I roll. But, anyways, uh, yeah. I hope everybody's been doing good. I hope um, everybody's kind of getting through winter and uh, looking to looking for better times. I've been I've been um, thinking about going camping a lot. Kind of getting geared up for that. Excited, got all my camping trips uh, booked out in advance, you know. I'll book all my camping trips a year out. You pretty much have to with state parks if you want to get the good spots, you know. So I've been doing that, been um, hanging out with the neighbors for the first time. That was cool, met some good people that uh, live right next to me. And, man, it's cool to be it's cool to be cool with your neighbors, you know. It's nice. Um, we've never really done that. We've never really... Since we've been married, we never really lived. I mean, we got neighbors on either side of us, and uh, one of them I like, and the other one is okay. And, uh, you know, it's just it's cool to meet some people in your area. Don't have to drive far, a couple of houses down, and boom. You got some good friends you can hang out with, and uh, that's nice, you know. So that's been cool. And uh, happy birthday, Brittany Goolsby, turned 40. We went to a super nice restaurant, Luego, uh, in Nashville, down the Gulch. That was a really cool experience, really nice Italian place. Had a good time, you know. About 10 of us went down there and tore it up. Uh, Probably some of the best Italian food I've ever had. Uh, Good drinks. It was a good deal. Um, we really, really enjoyed that. That was fun. And a uh, way to bring in, come into your 40s, Britt. That was a good time. But, man, heck of a restaurant. Owner walks around and talks to everybody. And uh, A $260 bottle of wine was bought. Not by your boy, but by, by uh, my neighbor at the table. And it was cool, man. I really enjoyed it. And, um, you know, dining experiences are very cool. I went to a really nice uh, restaurant in Vegas. I can't remember the name. And it was also some of the best food I ever had. And so I'm really starting to realize you really get what you pay for with uh, with food, uh, to state the obvious. But 
not very often, but every once in a while, I like to pay good money for a awesome dining experience. I don't know if that's because I'm getting older or what that is, but man, some of these places bring it to you. Now, when you get the bill, it hurts you. It hurts your feelings a little bit. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, as far as Murfreesboro goes, there's really not a whole lot of really nice places. Uh, you know, I'd, you got Chop House, you got Longhorn, you got a couple of places around town. A uh, couple of decent spots off the square, but man, there really ain't nothing that will just knock your socks off. Uh, I think there is an actual nice steakhouse over by the uh, the fountains over there off of Medical. But, man, as wild as this town is getting, you'd think we'd start getting some, some big stuff. Murfreesboro's doing a lot, building an entertainment district down there on Broadway, um, getting rid of a bunch of old businesses. Uh, so the Cannonsburg area is going to eventually, is has looked at being a minor league, um, an area for a minor league team, baseball. It's also... Uh, been looked at for an entertainment district, for apartments, restaurants. Um, I know they're putting a man bridge across Broad. Basically where the old police department is behind the library, down through there to Church Street, um, up to Main Street in between those two roads, is going to be a big entertainment district. I think they're building like 11,000-seat amphitheater off of Medical Center for concerts. So Murfreesboro's trying to do stuff, you know, they're trying to, they got to compete. Um, town's growing like a weed. It's not stopping. There's uh, traffic. Traffic is something else. And uh, for all you Murfreesboro people, it's official. Traffic is way worse on Memorial than it is Broad Street now. I don't know why that switched, but boy. I have been taking Broad Street way more here recently. It has gotten absolutely insane out there. But, you know, uh, with big towns comes big changes, you know. I'm starting to notice, I don't know, I'm just starting to notice more, I'm just starting to notice the difference in people uh, in Murfreesboro now that I haven't maybe noticed in the past. Just different types of people. Uh, different, um, I don't really know how to say this. Just it, the the general vibe of the town just seems different in some type of way. I'm not sure what that is. Um, obviously, more people are moving in. More people from out of state have moved in. And... Uh, yeah, you know, you're not going to be able to hold on to the old forever. We're going to have to move forward, and, and hopefully it it goes as good as, as it can. But, you know, Murfreesboro's done being a small town, and a lot of people complain about it. But the fact of the matter is a lot of people uh, lived here when it still was considered a smaller town, and then now they still live here. But it is what it is, man. You got to move forward and you got to move farther out if you don't want to if you don't want to deal with it. So, 
As long as we don't end up like Smyrna, I'm good. But hey, the housing market's wild, you know. And uh, I asked my boy Will uh, Will Richardson to do a podcast with me. So if you're listening, Will, I'm calling you out, boy. But uh, trying to get him on here. He's with Parks Realty. And uh, get him on here, man, to explain some of the madness. So we can check in to see what's happening with the, our local housing market in Middle Tennessee. Hopefully get a little bit of insight. Maybe get a little good news, maybe a little bad news. But uh, he's a good realtor, and I would suggest him to anybody that's looking for a realtor. Will Richardson uh, with Parks Realty. He's a good guy. He's uh, honest as they come. Uh, you can trust him. So that's uh, generally what I look for with anybody I want to do business with. If I tr- generally trust you, then um, I'm down with that. So hopefully I can get him on the podcast soon. Um, you know, that's a. I feel like I talk to so many people around my age, which I'm 34 or about to be 34. Easy. Got a birthday coming up. And um, so many people my age, when I talk to them, everybody seems like they're kind of in the same boat. Like, yeah, we live here. But we'd really like to move here or do this or buy more land or maybe a bigger house. But we're kind of stuck in the situation we are because we got in at a good time and it just would not make sense to jump ship now, which is exactly the boat I'm in. Bought my house, um, good interest rate, uh, back when. Houses were still decently priced. Super aggressive market back then. But um, that market, that that aggressive market hadn't filtered all the way out into uh, the corners of the county. So we were able to get in cheap with a good interest rate. And man, now I'm looking at stuff that's not even half as nice as the place I'm sitting on for uh, double the price of what I paid for this. And it's just, it doesn't make sense. Um, But, you know, I just would like to talk to a realtor about all that to see what they think. It was interesting talking to Hunter about uh, mortgages in the market a little bit. Um, He's on much more of a national scale. You know, he's in Vegas, a little bit different market than us, of course. So I'd like to get a local guy in here. So that'll be good, and man, it's just uh, houses are expensive, man. They uh, whew, they want three hundred something thousand dollars for a piece of junk now, and I just I don't know who's paying it, and I don't know if it's me. I don't know if I'm getting left behind somewhere, but man, I just I drive around sometimes and I see some of these places that are being built. And I see some of the vehicles these people are driving and these massive houses everywhere. And I just am like, what do these people do? Like, what are y'all doing? Like, what kind of jobs do you people have? I get it. There's doctors, lawyers, big business people. I know people make a lot of money. But is there that many of them? Have anybody, has anybody been through Brentwood lately? 
insane the stuff they're building around there. Franklin, wow. I mean, the Nashville area is getting loaded with wealthy people. I just want to know what these people do. You know? I guess I just wasn't... I wasn't born to be a big fancy businessman. I'll just tell you that right now, and I don't want to be. If that if 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 a high stress business job gets you a big fat house, you know, twenty yards from another big fat house, you can have it, buddy. I'd rather be out here in the country with a little bit of room, sitting around the back of a uh, truck with three or four friends drinking a beer. That's my idea of fun. So, I just I don't know what these people do. And uh, people moving in from out of state got a lot of money. Wild man, Nashville. Nashville is a national magnet that's pulling everybody to here because we have a cheaper way of life. But the people that have lived around Middle Tennessee area their whole lives, um, you know, we didn't live in California, and we didn't get to sell our house for a million dollars and move somewhere it was way cheaper. Because there's not anywhere cheaper to move. We're in the one of the cheaper spots. And no, I'm not moving to West Virginia. Or I don't even know what their economy is. There's a bunch of coal miners up there. But yeah, houses. Sorry, I'm not mean to go on a rant about the housing market. But Daddy would love about 35, 40 acres, you know, with a house on it. But hmm. Also, not going to give up a million dollars for it. Problem is, people are buying land these days to do nothing with it. So, everybody wants privacy, which I do too. That's the biggest commodity now privacy. No neighbors. That's what we're all looking for. But, you can buy 30 or 40 acres, but what are you going to do with it? you just going to let it be woods? That's what I would suggest. If you're not going to row crop it and you're not going to do anything on it, not going to run cattle on it, you better hope you have woods or you better be buying a tractor and a bush hog. I see, you know, out here in the county, and it's, it's just nuts what people are doing. They're building these houses on five-acre tracks and... It's a lot of grass to mow, man. But hey, it is what it is. But anyways, guys, I'm not going to get too long-winded. I'm hoping to um, drop a good podcast next week with a guest coming up hopefully this weekend. And uh, almost wasn't going to do a podcast this week. You know, put a lot of pressure on myself to do one once a week. Did that for a long time. I think I've only missed one week uh, in 30, 34, 35 weeks, something like that. Uh, so I think I think it's been 35 weeks, done 34 podcasts. So since July. So it's fun. It's going good. And, man, sometimes you just get behind, you know. Uh, Valentine's Day kind of threw a hiccup in my normal plan and, just been busy lately, you know. Um, you need a lot of headspace to plan for things. Not for just podcasts, but 
life in general. Sometimes you need a lot of headspace. You need a lot of time to think. And sometimes that's not what we get. You don't get a lot of time to think. You know, sometimes you move on from one conversation to the next, and you don't ever get a true opportunity to talk to yourself. And when I mean talk to yourself, you know what I mean. Some of the most important conversations that you can have in your life are with yourself. Because that's how you make yourself better. It's how you contemplate on things. You know? Speaking to the inner you. That's the, that's the goal to become a better person every single day. I hope everybody's been working hard. I hope everybody's been taking a little time off at the same time. Spend some time with your family on the weekends or whatever. Watching a movie with the kids. Going on a drive. Making big plans. Take the first step. If you're trying to do something that's difficult and you just and you're in the phase of just talking about it a lot and just thinking about it a lot, take the first step of whatever it is and do that. That doesn't mean you're fully committed, but that means you're moving the will, you're moving the arrow in the right direction and you're getting going. And sometimes all it takes is just a tiny little push to get going. You know, I've been trying to do better. I've been running a little bit. You know, I'm setting my goals. Been running a couple of miles a couple of days a week, trying to get back into it. Trying to just do better. So, hope everybody's doing good. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the Hitters Only podcast. It's always fun to talk to my people, and thank you, everybody, for listening. Going to try to have some good guests on uh, soon. And, uh, yeah, God bless you, hitters only.